Do you want to know why you like my podcast? If you like it. It's because you're watching somebody go through a healing process. You're watching somebody live what would be considered the atonement. You're experiencing somebody being like way too vulnerable. And it's, I think it probably relates to you on a level that makes you feel like you want to do the same thing. And so hopefully, I feel like, I've said this before, but I feel very uncomfortable doing this stuff. Like, the last thing I want to be is a celebrity. I have, like, anxiety. Like, it makes me anxious to do these videos. <laughs> but anyway, I had that thought. Like, just, if, if you like my podcast, I'm guessing it's just because there's stuff that's very relatable because I'm very like open about stuff that you probably can't talk to anybody about because people are very private and nobody wants to admit to the stuff that I have been to. And so it's helpful in its weird way just to hear about it. So anyway, you guys are welcome for the, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome for putting myself out there um, for, for doing this for you. Because <laughs> it sure is uncomfortable. It sure is awkward. And I hope, I hope it really is helpful. Because if it's not, that would make me really sad. So, love you guys. Enjoy. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. This is my first time doing a YouTube, so you can see me now. And I'm doing it on my other, my audio podcast. And so hopefully some people enjoy this. I know, like, sometimes it's fun to see the person that's talking. So here I am. If you can't see me, check me out. It's uh, King of Corona 2020 at, uh, it's actually, it's King of Corona on YouTube. So I'll post the link in my Facebook. So my Facebook is just Tyler Griffith. Um, since this is my first time with the camera, I'll kind of be looking over here because I put some notes and stuff, um, just kind of about my appearance. So sometimes I wear like this necklace and so the reason I wear this necklace is because somebody gave it to me. So yeah, I work with that's spiritual. They're very spiritual, but in a different way than me. And so they more believe in like, um, I would say more like the law of attraction, Buddha, um, more like nature, yoga, meditation, that type of stuff. And it's so crazy to me because the, the beliefs between like Christianity and almost all other beliefs they're almost the same there's just like things that are labeled differently but he gave this to me it's called a fire agate these little beads right here and it's got uh basically gives you in that belief system like uh like power um a lot of different things it's supposed to give you for me i wear things that remind me of people that believe in me so i wear these bracelets my little daughter that's 10 years old makes these and so I wear these to support her and to remember her. 
Um, I've showed you guys this on my social media, but I got these, uh, I talked about this on my podcast too, but I got these tattoos and they're also just a reminder of my kids. So almost everything that I put on, um, that's like an accessory, that's the word, accessory, is something that's gonna remind me to be better and it reminds me about like that person, so. Anyway, this uh, this topic today, so I basically have done a lot of meditating, prayer, um, like fasting, a lot of time has gone into preparing this. And so I don't just jump on, like when I get a topic like this, I don't just kinda, I don't just um, jump on and just start talking, I like to, make notes and I like to make sure like my my thoughts come across clear and so hopefully nobody gets offended because this is just like my take on the atonement and how I feel like it pertains to me and my life and like if you listen and you're open-minded I think that you'll maybe see that the stuff I'm saying it makes sense and like I've said on a million other pot like I've said this before I don't think I'm right I think that I have like just thoughts about how I think things are. And so I like to put them out there just because I think it's interesting for people to be able to hear other people's thoughts because we we all kind of fit into like echo chambers and so we we know what society tells us to think, but do we really know what people think? The only people I feel like we know what they think is uh, Donald Trump, we know what he thinks, he tells us exactly what he thinks. And then also like stand-up comedians, which is why Donald Trump should be a stand-up comedian because the dude like doesn't sugarcoat anything. Not great for a president maybe, but really good for stand-up comedy. <laughs> but that's why we like stand-up comedy. We like to go to their shows and stuff because they say things like they're real with us. They just say things like, like it is. And so um, that's kind of what I like to do. Put it out there, say it like I'm thinking, just so you can be like, hmm, that's interesting. So uh, first off, I just wanted to basically ask a question. How many of you have felt pain in your life? Um, and then was it from someone else? So that right there is just, to me, pain, it's unavoidable. You can't avoid pain. Um, and I would imagine most of the people that follow me are in the United States. Most people understand Christianity and have probably done a little bit of research on like the atonement and know like what it is. But basically Christ, so he came and he suffered for the sins of the world. So he went to the garden of Gethsemane and he bled from every pore and took on like all the pain, all the pain for all the sins that all of us have ever committed, will ever commit. And so, to me, like Christ has always been this like, was he like the son of God or is Christ like the example of what we want to be or is he both? And so for me, the atonement is much more personal. Um, since we all feel pain, um, it's interesting because you can't avoid pain, but then pain passes from person to person. And so, a lot of times, like it's, I was talking to this friend of mine and she was saying it's called like generational trauma. So trauma from previous generations carry 
to the next generation and then it just keeps passing down until like people can work through people's pain. So recently somebody, I didn't really know this person, but we've all come across people that have um, taken their own life. And so they felt so much pain that it was too much for them to bear. And so Christ, he took, like he knew that pain and he was gonna take that on him for the people. But the pain, does it just disappear? Like does that person take their life and then the pain is gone? Or what happens to that pain? It shifts to the loved ones. It shifts to the family, to the kids, to the parents, to the siblings, to teachers. Anybody that knew that person now has that pain. So the pain is a reminder of that person. But I always think about it like, uh, so that person is now on the other side. And if their pain is stuck with, with us, I would imagine that person is a little bit tormented. And how we free that person from their pain and let them move on with their journey is to not be judgmental. Um, it's like impossible to figure out how different people process pain like my ex would always tell me like, I don't feel anything small, I feel everything big. Like everything hits me big. And it's like, it makes life complicated because it's like, I do, I think deep, I dig into things and like I feel things deeply. Um, and I don't know if that's a bad thing or if it's just like who I am, but some people feel things small. And so when you have a really heavy heart and you feel pain and you feel depressed and you feel anxious, it's, you, you can't describe it. Like you can't describe it. It's like one of those undescribable things where it's just like, I feel empty, I don't know why. I feel like I wanna escape. I feel like I wanna drink. I feel like I wanna do drugs. I feel like I want to like not be in my own thoughts. And so some people will take that path. And my feeling about the atonement is we we're stuck with pain, we help Christ. We basically, we are forced to take other people's pain. And what's so cool is, first, if you're not strong, if you don't have, um, if you're not really stable within your own thoughts and within your own life, you, you really can't help other people. And so what you need to do at that point is just work on you get to a point where you can help somebody else. And it's very, very hard. It's a hard path when you feel depressed, when you feel anxious, when you feel like um, your life is kind of pointless. But I can promise you that you can start to make changes to where you can process like a lot of that pain on your own, work through it, become a better person and help help the people around you to become better, um, to be able to start healing themselves. And so I feel like our society right now is, it's kind of like a, the ratio's just not great. And I think it's like peer pressure. I was watching that show, 13 Reasons Why. Um, I decided to watch it because I have a daughter that's 10, and so she'll be going to middle school, high school. I watched that social dilemma, and they were talking about like how suicide rates are through the roof. 
even with like that age group, like 11 to 14. And so I didn't even, like I didn't even realize that. But I think it's important to not be ignorant and to be educated about what's going on with everything. And so these shows sometimes, like sometimes they suck. Sometimes you watch and you're like, this is a waste of my time. And like I didn't love the show, but it was an eye opener to me to like what it's like right now. Like for kids going through high school, it's way different than when I went to high school. But uh, kind of um, the like the moral that I took away from thirteen re- from the show Thirteen Reasons Why is that and if you haven't seen it, is basically this girl. She makes thirteen tapes, and each tape is dedicated to a person, and that person has a part in the reason why she ended up taking her life, and so. She basically like is planning on taking her life. She records these tapes and then she gives them to this guy and gives him instructions on like, here's what you do after I'm gone type thing. And so you, you listen to all these tapes and so you have these people and it's like, it's hard to watch because sometimes something that you do seems small. Like you do something to somebody, sometimes you don't treat somebody right and you just think I'll do better next time. Like me, sometimes things hit harder than they should because I didn't do work on myself. Maybe sometimes you're putting hurt on somebody and it's like become one of those 13 reasons. Maybe they're looking at you like you're a bully. And especially with social media, like we have to be really careful about what we say, what we do, Um, even like emojis, like things can be hurtful to people and you never know how this is affecting people. So this show, um, kind of my takeaway is like, you have everybody that made these mistakes and they treated her in a bad way. They listened to their tape and like every single one of them had remorse. Every single one of them wished that they hadn't done what they did. Minus, there's maybe a couple that are just, um, just not great people. But for the most part, you have nine out of 10 people that will just try to cover it up. They just, they'll listen to their tape and they don't wanna make it right, they wanna bury it, they wanna hide it. And so you get, I mean, 13 tapes and you have everybody trying to cover up the truth. Everybody's like, I don't want this leak, this is gonna affect me this way, this is gonna affect me that way. And then you have one, one person that comes forward and basically does the right thing and says, hey guys, like this isn't, this isn't right, like we need to, confront this and by confronting it you can prevent future things like this from happening if you just bury it like all these people that were on the tapes they all have their own struggles and depression and like one of the guys tries to commit suicide himself um like one guy gets into drugs one like there's just so much hurt and pain that's caused because nobody's holding themselves accountable and nobody is trying to do the right thing. And like in our society, that's what happens I think with our kids. Our kids like, they'll have friends and like maybe their friends are not good examples and maybe they'll get them into things that they don't really feel good about. But because we're really good as humans as we rationalize things and we're really good about like making ourselves feel good about things that are no longer good. Hopefully that makes sense. But it's like this, I've talked about this on like one of my first podcasts with the church, like with my church, the LDS church. I felt like the first time I went through like the temple, so I went through the temple, 
with those big white temples. I've talked about this before. You can Google Mormon temples. It has the big like angel on top, Moroni gold. He's like, so you can check that out. But first time I went through there, I felt like uncomfortable. I didn't really like it. I wish that like I didn't do it, but I went back and back and back and back and back and back and back. And so I started to rationalize like this is okay. This is okay. And like when I look back at it, I don't, I don't really like, I think it needs to be explained more. It needs to be more open. People need to like know what they're getting into and like understand the promises they're making. But this is what happens like in life and kids, kids get sucked into groups and they want to be like, cool and they want to fit in and so it's hard to be the one kid that's like you know what i am gonna be different like even this like me doing this podcast i feel like a like weird as fuck like i feel weird doing this because it's like why why am i doing this like and i think there's probably different interpretations of what i'm trying to do like tyler thinks he's he knows everything tyler this tyler that but in reality, I know what I'm trying to do. And in my heart, it's like I'm trying to be like from that show, 13 Reasons Why, there's Clay. And Clay's the one that's like, we gotta take accountability. We need to do better. And the reason I decided to talk about this one is just because there's so many people that are suicidal. There's so many people that are depressed. And like, there's, so much work we all could do on ourselves. Um, I talked to Joni. Joni's my uh, stepsister-in-law. Um, she was married to my stepbrother, Paul. And we talk a lot because it's fun when you kind of get somebody. Like we're both kind of on this like growth path. But she sent me this quote and trying to find it. We heal ourselves, we heal the world. So I was already doing this, I was already doing this uh, podcast and then we started talking and she sent me that and I was like, it's basically, yeah, it's exactly the whole point of my podcast. It's like, if you can heal yourself, if you can work on yourself, like analogy I like to use is like, I did that ultra marathon. I follow, I've talked about this guy way too much, but David Goggins, he's like a guy that pushes himself, pushes himself and he's basically like the, uh, the guy that can withstand like more pain than anybody. And so, he, since he is so strong, he's put so much time and energy into like getting to like this really, really like strong body, mental state of mind. He can now help other people. So that's what I've noticed about influencers is like they have become so strong that now they're able to help other people. And so it's really cool to have like the strength. So Jesus was perfect. Jesus like, he went through his whole life being perfect and so that's why he was able to help so many other people because he put his money where his mouth was. And so you have people that they fake it till they, they fake, they just fake it, they're fakers. They basically will do a podcast like this but they won't actually be accountable and they'll tell you stuff because it's really easy to say stuff. It's really easy to be like, do this, do that. 
but then to actually do what you're telling people to do is difficult. But anyway, so David Goggins can now help people. So he just did this uh, 200 mile run with this guy that really wanted to do it. And this guy had just tr just attempted to do it. I think he got to like 100 and something miles. And then the next week, David Goggins is like, let's try it again. He's like, There's no way my body can't do it. But David Goggins like just like got up, um, called him up. They went and did this race and did the 200 miles and completed it. And it's like this other person had like this incredible experience they didn't even know they could do. And you, you couldn't be that person to help that person get their goal unless you've worked on you. It's the same thing with pain. You can't take other people's pain. You can't help other people unless you're solid and you've helped yourself. And so my challenge is basically just do you have, like do you have um, acknowledgement of your pain? Do you know where your pain comes from? Is it coming from like, is it coming from things that don't matter? Like is your pain because you think you don't look aesthetic, like your nose is too big, you're losing your hair, you have like, is something wrong? Like you're missing like one of your limbs and like your pain is just from um, being scared of other people's perceptions of you. Is your pain coming from other people being mean to you? Is your pain coming just from you looking in the mirror and not thinking you're living up to like um, what you should be? You need to recognize your pain before you can start to work on it. Um, and like use counselors, use people that are professionals, like listen to books, get books that are like self-help books. It's really difficult to start working on yourself. It's like a lonely spot where you kind of feel you want, you want other people to help you. You do. That's another thing is like with this ultra marathon, so David Goggins, he can help somebody up. He can give him advice and be like, look, I was where you were at. Like me, I can tell you, I know where you, I know where you're at. I know that you could be depressed right now, suicidal right now. You don't feel like there's any chance that you're gonna make it through this. And I can tell you that I've been in a similar place and that like I have the strength now and the courage to basically put myself out there just to try to get people to see within themselves that they can, they can get up and they can take another step forward. And then one more step's gonna lead to another, to another, to where eventually you're gonna have enough strength where you're gonna be able to do stuff for other people to help them get through similar trials that you've been through. Um, and I think the, peop the reason people, so that's, it's not your responsibility to put somebody on your back and like carry them up the mountain on your ultra marathon wrong, but you can like help them up Give them words of encouragement and help them on their way. And so just try to be stronger so you can do that for people. Um, you don't need to be like anybody's counselor. You don't need to like take all the weight of everybody on you because you don't have enough energy to do that and you always need to be working on, your, on yourself. But I think the reason, so people like that, that show 13 reasons why, um, because it is relatable, it is relatable. And I think everybody in life has done something that maybe they didn't want to do. And so you can relate to one of these characters, like maybe you're Clay, maybe the person that like always takes accountability and tries to do the right thing. But maybe you're also like somebody that did something that you wish you didn't and it's still buried deep inside of you. And like, that's one thing that you learn in life is you can't hide from that stuff. Like if you have stuff like that, the only way to really get over it and move past it is to be accountable, to be accountable um, I don't know if that means you have to confess it or you, it's, 
you need to somehow figure out how to process it and be better and like avoid avoid it in the future like the concept of repentance like the atonement um is like guess i honestly i don't know if i'm right about anything but i have a really good feeling that we're all part of this really cool connected energy and we can help each other get through it and it's it's fun to be in a spot where you can put your voice out there in a way where it can be helpful um And so, like I said, the pain, it is going to, it passes on. It doesn't go right to Christ. Um, It goes to people that you love and people around you. And then the excess pain at the end of all of it, that's where Christ comes in and he can, he's taken that upon himself. But we're all part of the atonement together. And I spent like a lot of time trying to figure out like what the atonement meant. Um, Why did Christ have to come? Like, what? Is it, was it really necessary for this guy to come and to pay for all of our sins? And um, the more you think about it and the more you process like the scriptures and things, it's more just like examples. Like I listened to, I'm listening to this book called Siddhartha, which was also recommended to me by Joni. But it's about a guy that's following like his path and he comes across the Buddha and the Buddha's teaching him and his friend and his friends like this is the all-knowing person i'm gonna follow him let's go and he goes no i need to find my own path i need to go through my own things and i haven't finished the book but it's like we are all able to get to a point where we have like understanding one thing that they said in the book that was so interesting is like wisdom cannot be you can't pass wisdom um you can pass knowledge but wisdom is something that like you just gain and it's you can't like you describe somebody as wise but you can't like you can't pass wisdom, which I never thought about, but it's true. And so that's something you should like seek to, uh, to get more wisdom, become wise about different topics. Um, and then, oh, the other, so that was my thoughts about the atonement, but then also I had uh, thoughts about why do nine out of 10 people take the easy route? Like why? And it's because we're programmed as people to kind of take the easy route. Like when I say, if I say to you guys, clean up on aisle blank, clean up on aisle, what do you think? And I would think you automatically would think three, clean up on aisle three. Why? Um, Somewhere at some point they thought of this, it was their original thought, it kind of stuck and now it's not an original thought anymore. It's just our... Are, we're programmed to think that and there's a lot of different things where it's like there's phrases where something's said and then we just kind of um, we don't need to be original we don't really need to think about it because it's already done for us and I just feel like as a society it's kind of making us a little bit lazy um, like the other day I came to a red light and the red light was broken it was like I had I was sitting there for like five to ten minutes and I was just like this is ridiculous but I was programmed to think this light controls me. This light controls me, so I'm stuck here forever. So I was like, "Can there's nobody coming through this way. There's no cops. I was thinking about that analogy, like if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's around, does it make a sound? I'm like, if this light is broken and there's no cops and there's no cars coming from this direction, it's really that bad if I run it. 
And it's like, I'm programmed to think like, this is the law, you can't break it. I'm like, somebody at some point created a light. And now it's like, I live by it. So I ran it, I ran through it. And this guy on the other side was like, come on, man, what are you doing, bro? I was like, what? Like, what would you rather? Like me kind of shift from this lane, get into the right lane, do a right turn, do a UE, come back around, do another right turn. Like, why are we programmed to think so idiotically? <laughs> um, but I just think it's, it's fun to like unprogram like a lot of things that we do. I mean, we can, it's really sad because I love the blockbuster. I loved Hollywood video. I'd love to take my kids and like rent DVDs and like you get out, you run into people and we're just so lazy. It's like, we just get on and we order everything to our house. Like, I want a desk, da, 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 desk. Or it's like, I want food, da, 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 food. And it's like, now we got masks and everything shut down. So now we're becoming more and more programmed to like become more and more lazy. And all that's doing is gonna program us to have to rely on other people, the government, and not on ourselves. And so that's why it's like, if you start to run, running is such a good discipline because it shows you how to basically start at a goal, break it down, and then take it to like the next level. Um, and then, oh, um, for me, it's important to discover like your strengths. So once you start to work on yourself, like my strength, I feel like my strength and my gift is like the gift of courage courage and vulnerability that I'm willing to like put myself out there in a way to just try to help like somebody. Um, at one point, like I said this before, I was in the darkest, most oppressing place ever. Um, I would say like, I think everybody's had those thoughts like it'd be better if I just wasn't here. Like what, what's the point? And like, I was never full suicidal, but like I can see how people get to that point Anger consumed me. I was super irritable. I was angry at religion. I felt lied to. I was angry with like my work because I felt like things weren't weren't fair. And then one day I just realized, um, like everyone that I worked for, everyone that I worked with, like they all had the same thing happening to them. Everybody in the religion goes through difficult transitions when they're leaving the church. And like the only person you're really hurting is you if you hold on to anger. And then pain also, like it's really hard to process pain. It's really hard to like process pain for yourself and it's also really hard to process pain for other people. Um, but I really am here to tell you that you can really have like a really spectacular, awesome life. Um, you can seriously start to work. It's really hard, like it's a hard path. I think that's part of it is people know that it's hard and so it's just easy sometimes just to feel like I'm just gonna give up. I'll just give up because it's too hard. And I don't think it becomes less hard. Like, I, don't, I think it's, there's, there's the work that's gonna be there regardless of like what you do during this life. So you might as well give it your all and do as much work as you can because your energy, your spirit, whatever you wanna call it, if it continues, it's not just gonna magically be like this superior being, it's gonna be a continuation of um, what you made of yourself in this life. And so if you wanna be like a star, a beacon, a light for somebody else, 
I would say it's very important to try to be what, like what, what you would want to follow. Like who do you look up to? Who do you follow? How do you become like those people? What changes can you make? And then just try every day to, to do a little bit better. Um, and that's really like, it's, not, it's right at 30 minutes. I do have, I had a song. I wrote this song. A lot of times it's really good to process your emotions through like journaling, through songwriting. For me, I like to write songs and process my, I'm gonna, actually I will, I'll sing this for you guys, okay? This is a song I wrote, I was going through my journals the other day and it was just like feelings of like unprocessed emotions. And so I wrote this song um, and this is to unknown person, but um, yeah, try stuff like this. Try to, try to figure out how to process your emotions and fit, work through things. But this is how it goes. express it and like when you sing it it just kind of like kind of comes out of you so and also like I'm not perfect like my, there's yin and yang to everything I balance myself out with uh, like I do I'll do like Siddhartha and then I'll do like 90s rap music I also listen to the song like 10 times a day called dick down in Dallas <laughs> it's like a country country song that's like super inappropriate but it's very uh, it's fun to kind of get into stuff that maybe just is like upbeat, got a good beat to it. And like you just, you, the hard part is like, how do you stay balanced in life? If you swing too far this way, get back this way and just try to steadily work your way to become a better person. So anyway, sorry about that. That was like super off tune, but happy new year. Love you guys. Peace.